Hello and welcome to Diverse and Inclusive Leaders. This is the show where I speak with the most inspirational and thought-provoking leaders of today and unearth their unique stories of diversity and inclusion to help inspire, educate and motivate others to make the world a better place. Today I am joined by the inspiring Anne Thevenet Abidbol. She is a change maker in the world of innovation at one of the world's leading FMCG brands. She is Prospective and New Concepts Vice President at Danone. And there she creates and develops new ideas that really have the potential to take the group forward, whether that is within purpose-led marketing, HR, societal issues, she'll make it happen. Whether there's no budget, no team, whatever it might be, her goal is to be the driver for all things innovation, to really move forward, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, new concepts from inception to completion. Welcome to the show, Anne. Thank you, Leila. I'm very happy to be here with you. Thank you very much for our invitation. It is a pleasure to be here, and I also enjoyed our very first conversation, uh, which was just really quite utopian when it came to all things innovation. And I know we were both bouncing around, chit-chatting after that, and I was so excited to have you on the show to talk about um, everything you're doing from sustainability through to DNI um, and managing to convince multiple people of these innovative new ideas. Um, but before we get into um, today's uh, nuts and bolts. I wonder, could you explain a little bit about you to our listeners who don't know you as well as I do and tell them how you came to be where you are today at the helm of these new projects at Danone? All right. Thank you, Leila. Actually, um, I'm a former advertiser. I was a strategic planner in BBDO. And uh, Franck Ribou, who was the former president of Danone, he fought that this big company like Danone could take advantage of someone like a free electron, someone thinking a bit differently. The, 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 the great idea of, uh, of, uh, of Frank was to say that you will have no team and no budget because I don't want you to add a layer on other layers in Danone. I want you to think differently because if I have a team or a budget, of course, I will ask people to work for me, to work with me. And here like that, I, I have to, to, take to be confident in my own ability to catch what's in, what's in the air and to relay, to relay what's in the air with the genes of Danone. And doing that, I mean, I, I bring other points of view on different uh, subjects on Danon. And what I like also in this way of working is that it's like a torture test. Each time I have an idea, because I I'm alone at the beginning, of course, <laughs> each time I have an idea, I have to convince people to put money behind the idea and have to convince people to come and help me to develop the idea. So it's great because Either the, if I don't manage to convince anyone, either the idea was not very good or it, the idea was not important enough for me to be able to push mountains. So I think it's very interesting to work this way as it is really a way to bring uh, new 
new perspectives, new way of entering a market, uh, mostly based on um, empathy, on, on curiosity, on what I see around me and where I can help, where I can bring something, something new. This is amazing, if you don't mind me saying so, especially for such a large corporate organization. Because, and I'm hoping, in fact, that people who are working for corporates right now are thinking, oh my goodness, no budgets, no people. That is absolute startup gritty mentality. It's what we at Dial live and breathe and sleep every day. And I sometimes think, oh, I wish I had um, more to play with here. But the way you epitomize that in, well, it either wasn't good enough in the first place or it wasn't going to have as much impact. It's almost the acid test, isn't it? So when you talked about um, this entrepreneurialism, it's almost the absolute reverse of how any large corporate organization runs ultimately. Talk to me about that. I mean, how did that actually, how did that come about? How can we convince other corporate organizations to start innovating in this way? Actually, it's, it's just another way of innovating. It doesn't prevent other people from innovating on a more regular day. What I'm doing is more, it's smaller, of course. It's more like test and learn. It, it's, it's ideas that I can... Um, I can, yeah, test and learn, and then we put it on a different scale. But the good thing, really, in this uh, way of working is that I have to find a client. It means that if I don't manage to embark people on the idea, no one will spend a, a penny on it. <laughs> That's why I say it's, it's a good torture test. And uh, also, what is important, it pushes me to, uh, to be a storyteller. I have to tell story. I have to make people dream. That's why I realized after all that all my projects are linked both with business, of course, to be rational, but also with society. It has impact on society. It, that's why people, they feel like they want, they, they, they want to be part of it because not only it, it will be useful, of course, but it will be also purposeful, meaningful. And I think that Frank Ribouda, the former president, when he hired me, actually, he was a pioneer. Uh, it was very interesting to see that in a big corporation, you need some free electrons, some Jiminy Cricket, some people who are, who, who are not anxious. I have no fear because I have nothing to fight for. I don't have to, to defend my budget or <laughs> to defend. I, I just have to, to test. And if I fail, I fail. And then I wake up and stand up and I, I go to something else. And, uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. You brush yourself off, you get back up, and that is the whole resilience that comes with, with innovation. And to your point, not being scared to try something new. Now, I know that you modestly say, hey, if I fail, I fail. But there have been some real notable successes of yours, Anne. Um, Talk to me about some of the current projects and even this, uh, this amazing um, Eve program and the Nold program. Oh my goodness, that is just superb. Talk to us a little bit about these, these different projects and how they came to be. Oh, thank you, Leila, for this opportunity because really I, I love all my children and Eve <laughs> is, the, is, is the daughter, <laughs> my daughter. Uh, actually, it's, 
It's interesting. Uh, it's Franck Ribot again, who um, the, the president of Danone. He asked me. He said he, he was worrying why uh, there was so few women at the top of Danone, and he said we don't do anything against women. Why don't they manage to go on the top? So he has this great idea saying, go with other companies, with organization, gather everyone. And find <laughs> find a way, find a solution to help women to um, to get to the top. And I looked at him. I say, really, me? <laughs> I don't work at HR. I don't have a team. I don't have money. And you just want to <laughs> change something that? Uh, I mean, it's been years that it's uh, it's a world. Of, it's a man world. <laughs> like the it's a man man world. Okay. So how can I how can I do something? Is it yes? Do it. I said, okay. And then, as I told you, I have to, it has to be something that is really comes from my guts, from my uh, inner, if I want to push mountains. And definitely, that, were, that was a big, big, big mountain. Actually, I realized that in this matter of glass ceiling, we women, we are not only victims we are co-responsible for the class ceiling. And that was the beginning of the journey saying, wow, that's great news. We are not victims. We are part of the solution. Why? Because we contribute to this glass ceiling because most of the time, and you know that by heart, Leila, but most of the time, women don't dare enough. They don't ask. They don't, they don't raise their voice. And very often, for example, if uh, a post is vacant and, and someone uh, and post is vacant, a man is asking for it, and women and women she asks she she um, expect to be asked. And also, when uh, you go to the, this women and say, oh, "Oh, you should apply to this job," uh, are you sure? Will I manage? Uh, and with my personal life, won't be all that stuff. So. The idea was to create this Eve program named Eve because uh, she's, of course, the first actress of change. Huh? She, she brings the knowledge to men. <laughs> also because it takes place in Evian, uh, which is a tiny side city near the Lehman Lake in, uh, in France. So the Eve program on this very motto, which is be yourself and unleash your potential. That means that first... Work on yourself. Be yourself because everyone else is taken. <laughs> but be, don't try to put your feet on the, you know, on the shoes of men. We need your diversity. You ne we need you as you are. So um, take time to think about who you are, what you want, what makes you get up in the morning, and then express it. Do things. And, 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 and make it known what you do. <laughs> so that's the, the idea. And we, we also gathered, uh, we are, to, today we are 40 companies, different companies, such as L'Oréal, Crédit Agricole, uh, Société Générale, Orange with uh, French Telecom, etc. And, and, and the beauty of it also is that it's L'Oréal who asked me to launch it in Asia. So we have an European edition, or international edition in Avion. We have an Asian edition and we also have a, an African edition because whatever the country, the issue is the same. And 
saying and the solution saying, okay, uh, be yourself and unleash your potential. The more you are aligned with what you are, who you are, what you want, the more, the stronger you are. And on top of that, you're contagious. So you bring the kind of, you bring other in the same positive movement. That's in a nutshell what the e program is. And sorry, I forgot something. We put a quota. We put a quota of men, <laughs> 20% of men, because, you know, uh, 20%, what is it? It is us women at the top of the company, we are 20%. So that's the idea. I love that snippet of you are contagious. That is such a brilliant soundbite. Um, and I'm just going to revert very, very quickly back to something you said when you were talking about the e-program to start with. And that is that we are not victims, we are part of the solution. Now, isn't that just a brilliant sentence in and to itself? Um, because I hear and I see so much storytelling around me and listen to to many individuals when it comes to really trying to move the dial when it comes to diversity and inclusion and by really turning this on its head as you have and seeing this as a positive superpower and strength not taking that poor victim mindset we can truly change and bring forth that collective power and that collective vision um in strength we are able to rise together ultimately and so bringing together these consortium of organizations who have um you know the same vision the same purpose and belief system it's just great to see that it has grown so much and you are really allowing people to unleash their their full selves and know that they don't necessarily need to emulate the male stereotypical behaviors to be successful. Exactly. You're so right, Leila. And also, it's so amazing, actually, we... we it's been 10 years now that we are leading this e-forum and it's so amazing to see the impact in, I mean, it's only three days of, of training and in three days we managed to have such an impact on this. I think this very um, idea that uh, you're part of the solution. So you, you, you master much more your destiny that you initially, initially think. And that's, makes a whole of change. It's just brilliant that it's all impact led. It's this, and, and I know I feel I'm laboring the point here, but I just, you know, it gets me all fired up to, to want to talk about this. But, you know, that positive lens of solution, impact, as opposed to victim problem, it is, it's fulfilling seeing others talking about this is inspiring. I've got goose pimples on my arms when we're talking about this. I'm like, yes, yes, the positivity. It is so infectious, to use your word. And, um, you know, this is how we ultimately drive forth for change, because if we don't win the hearts and minds of others, we have this kind of this negative energy, and it is just so difficult to drive the momentum it needs when it doesn't have that 
that positive energy, that constant, constant pulling back to the solution, pulling back to the solution. What's the what's the innovative way we can move it forward? I could waffle on about this, as you can see. And, and our listeners are probably thinking, Layla, shut up. We've heard you enough now. Let's get back to Anne. Now, we have to talk about this NOLD campaign because that had me smiling again from ear to ear. Talk us through what is NOLD? What is NOLD for those of us <laughs> that don't know? Actually, to... To bring you in the journey, after Eve, with such a success, I was wondering, wow, it's such a success for women. Are there other population in, in the company that needs help? And then, of course, senior people. Senior in our, in our company, after 45 years old, you, you, you're old. <laughs> you're old. And uh, if you're not already at a good position, uh, it's, it may be over for you. I said, come on, 45, you will still have... 20, 30 years to go on the, the organization. So I decided to make another program named the Octave Program, mixing young people, <laughs> Gen X and uh, older people. And then I realized and actually that what makes someone feeling old or being old? Someone is old when he has no, or she has no desire, projects anymore. Okay and that she is no more connected to this changing world. If you don't tick all those boxes, you're not old. And then, you know, at Danone, we also, um, we are doing yogurts, we're doing water, but we also do producing products uh, to help elder people to age more uh, easily. But then, so that each time a company is addressing uh, this older generation, they are addressing them like old people. I mean, uh, or maybe like they either they, they they talk to them like children or like ill people. Or and then I thought, wow, I'm sure there is a whole generation of people who don't feel young anymore, but who are, don't feel old. <laughs> so. Nold for never old for people who are too old to be young, but too young to be old. They are old. So let's introduce a third time in the game for all those people. Maybe it can actually that we have a lot of uh, people writing us say, "Oh, I'm 30 years old, but I feel like what you what you're doing." Or someone from 80 years old, it's a mindset again, uh, as you said, just uh, for for the positive mindset. It's a mindset. The, the actor George Bond said, "You can't help getting older, but you don't have to get old." That's the background of this old movement. So. The idea of NOLD is to propose to propose services, products, tips, contents, and, also, and on top of that, a community for all those people who think uh, like what I described, who think that actually they want to remain connected. They want to, to keep having projects. They want to keep learning things. They want to keep having relationships, whatever age. And actually, it's very interesting because... I think that if we manage now, it's also because of the new technologies. Time where you, you were working and then when the job stopped, it's over. This time is over <laughs> because you're always connected. You can always now learn new things, whatever your age, whatever where you live. Yeah, we, we just push this movement to begin with 
We are on Facebook and, and on Instagram with this building an old community. Actually, the French community is much bigger right now than the English one we just begin. And the, the end game is to have a platform uh, of products, products from then on, but maybe products from Nestle, because at that point, I'm talking as an old. So I want to, to, to make a curation to see all over the world what would be nice for those people who want to age gracefully uh, with a lot of humor, who don't want to make a fuss about aging. We'll just, it's like that, okay? So let's take the most of it. Let's, <laughs> that's, I'm very excited with this idea. <laughs> I love the concept of Nold, and I love the fact that we are speaking about this so candidly. I have to say, when you first talked about it, I, I'm following now on Instagram, by the way, and I'd encourage everyone that's listening to follow Nold on Instagram and various social platforms. But there's one that I pulled up specifically for today because it just made me chuckle so much. I realised that humour, a lot of the time, is the best way to break down barriers when we're talking about a, an array of different things, which ultimately could be very serious subjects. Um, but the piece on Instagram said socks plus sandal equals blasphemy or the ultimate fashion trend. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, that is so funny. Um, and it said, don't worry, be noldy. I just thought that is it's just absolutely genius. It's fun snippets, pieces that are engaging. They make you laugh. They, they, they are relatable because we all know someone who wears socks and sandals. It's like, yeah, is that cool? Or is it kind of like, it's just, it just really made me laugh so much. And um, I think making humour and really making things relatable and people want to get involved in engaging content is the way forward because age historically it still does have this negative connotation and it's so frustrating in particular for women when you were talking before obviously about the e-project and the great empowerment of women you add on then aging and also um the different aspects of of femininity of um you know being not male say actually there are many difficult connotations and so ultimately why can't we again spin this round to be a positive yes it may be difficult getting older, but you look at the incredible growing numbers in the workforce for women over 50. That is amazing. It is totally not too late. We've got to kill these stereotypes and say, oh, there's all negativity around it. Actually, that's the biggest growth market. Women over 50, women who have, um, you know, say, been going through or going through the menopause, that is a growing, growing area of incredible skills and innovation. It stops the skill shortage that we see with global organizations. And if we can address this, not only is it great for business um, and for society, but ultimately it, it's brilliant to, to put extra, you know, extra cash onto the balance sheet of these organizations because that's great experience skill there that we are missing out on. Again, it's the same story. We are part of the solution. It's, and that's why also uh, Nold urges us to think that the way you you address this issue, your way you think the issue will be shown, we will be seen. I mean, if I say, oh, I'm the oldest one here, I'm sorry to be here. Or if you say, what? Well, don't care. <laughs> what, what, what's the story? I mean, I don't even talk about it because I have project, I have enthusiasm. I, so there is this, of course, 
outer, I mean, um, yes, outer glass ceiling, but you have an inner glass ceiling. So first begin to uh, keep going, keep, keep being in movement and people, they will see like you are. And the second thing you underline, and I thank you for that, is the humor. Yeah, we definitely, humor will save you, will save us. <laughs> we'll save you, we we'll save me, we we'll save us. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, uh, it's interesting because when I had this intuition of uh, having this generation of people uh, feeling that they are uh, too old to be young, but too young to be old, we, we listened to, we, we met some social listenings. And then we saw that actually you begin thinking of, oh, I should take care of myself as soon as, for example, uh, the kids are leaving home or uh, even you're a bit rusty, you know, when you wake up or little things, or the French president is younger than you or little things like that. And we saw what interests people. And we have uh, on this uh, on Nold on Instagram and Facebook, we have different chapters. And you said about the uh, Don't Worry Be Noldy, which is, I would like the way I look to reflect my inner self. But we also have Noldies But Goodies, which is a way to have a complicity with uh, what we were all sharing in, in, in the past. As I told you, I'd begun uh, at 40 years old till uh, whatever. We have this Nold for Good because we saw that all those people, they want to contribute also. They want to be part of something that is bigger than, than them. Or the Okinolder, and the Okinolder <laughs> is how I remain connected to this changing world. Because actually, and that's the, the, the end of my big uh, discussion <laughs> for the, on this topic, but actually, as soon as you, you remain connected and trusted by this changing world and you, are, you keep the ability to adapt to this changing world, you are not old. You're old. <laughs> I absolutely adore that. It is so the mindset. You can be as old as the hills, but you can have the most youthful and inspiring of mindsets that there is. So absolutely concur on the outside in approach. Just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And moving on to other projects, Anne, I, I, I mean, you are just, you've got so much energy and abundance, which is just wonderful. What else are you up to? What else shall we be keeping an eye out for? And whilst we've also touched on a couple of areas of diversity or multiple areas of diversity and ultimately intersectionality what does diversity and inclusion mean to you personally actually um i, I don't work on diversity and inclusion because i am naturally <laughs> diverse and inclusive uh, i don't want to tell my own story but i'm also uh, have a mixed uh, nationalities in my little body <laughs> and but for me yeah diversity is like the salt you know in a meal or a rainbow in a, in a rainy day i mean if you uh, homogeneity is gray diversity is colored <laughs> it's little many many colors and actually um it just after that I realized that I worked on diversity, but when I have created, I have launched a range of different recipes, uh, Danone uh, of yogurt, named Danone of the world. The, the aim of this range was to make people, to have people to be more open on other people's culture. Because 
when I had this idea, I was listening to the radio and a, a broadcast and horrible things about foreigners. I said, geez, I don't want to be part of a country who says such bad things about foreigners. How can I help to, to make people understand better other people's culture? Because, you know, as the doors were saying, strangers are strange. So fear comes from ignorance. So if you, the more you tell stories about other people's culture, the more you are getting familiar with other people's culture, the less, uh, yeah, the, the less borders uh, you have. So I decided because I work at Dana, <laughs> so I use the tools I can to, I can use. I decided to launch a range of recipes from many countries, and I use the packaging to tell stories about the country in order to have to be sure that people are more open. And actually, as far as food is concerned, we are diverse and inclusive because we eat so many different uh, different food. So yes, for me, diversity means that you are open, that you are curious, that you are, uh, and that you live, you live your life to the full. <laughs> I adore the piece about diversity being like salt and the rainbow in a rainy day. I've never heard that before. It is just brilliant. And you also, again, modestly said, and I, I, I love that you're so modest when you talk about yourself here and your, your, your little self, as I think you said. But I've got to ask, before we go into the lightning round, tell us a little bit about your, your background for those that are maybe not watching the video version, they're listening to the audio version, because there are so many different things that make us up, whether it be our age, our generation, our, our nationality, our culture. We've obviously talked a lot about the female agenda and also the age and generation asset. But you've got a super interesting background yourself, obviously being French, um, for those of us who, who are listening to, to your accent. But um, tell us a little bit about um, some of those early formative days and, and, and the various roles that led you to the journey that you ended up being in the corporate world. Actually, I'm, so I'm French, <laughs> so, uh, as my accent probably I've told you. And uh, I've been raised uh, not in a high school, but in a university. Because in a university, in the high school, you are very, uh, you are accompanied, you go, you are, you are rather framed, accompanied. In a university, you will get what you, what you will looking, look for. And, and it's very, you can attend very uh, big variety of, of, um, of, uh, lessons and so I think in, in this uh, yeah in the French system going to university is not well um, valorized but I think uh, because high school are more valorized but what brings university is really a big openness uh, and 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 also a great autonomous uh, <laughs> well you're autonomous um. but it's true that positive thinking is not French at all huh? <laughs> positive thinking is clearly it comes from the anglo-saxon world and so for french people think oh stop complaining and 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 be more positive it's uh well <laughs> it's brand new <laughs> what is this <laughs> you can stop complaining i want to go to the streets and say i'm not i don't agree with that i don't agree with that and that's why, actually, that's why it's interesting uh, to bring this idea 
probably in France, you're right, that that was the question of French. Uh, uh, it's interesting. Um, this idea of you, you are co-responsible of, of the situation when French very often says, oh, I'm like that, but it's because of him, of her, of the stranger, of the poorer, of the richer, of whatever. So really the idea is I would love that at school we learn that nonviolent communication, we learn that um, we are part of the solution and we are not just, it's if you don't manage something, it's not because of the other, but it's also because of you. And if you want to make things change, you have to change yourself. You are in control of your own destiny. <laughs> Perfect. And before we wrap up, I'd love to go into a little lightning round and I'll give you about 30 seconds to answer each of the next questions. I'll start with the hardest first, if that's okay, Anne. And that is, what is your secret to success? I really think it's what I put on the E program, which is be yourself and also be, be the best friend for yourself. <laughs> it's also part of it. But be yourself is, as I said, the more line you are, the more authentic and powerful you are. And on top of that, you're contagious. And how about authentic leadership to you? I know it's a, a term that we hear so much these days. However, true authentic leadership, what does that mean to you? Actually, I have no other way to lead because most of the time, as I told you, I'm alone. So I lead people who don't work for me. They will work with me. So if I want to gather all those people and, and uh, it, I have to be playful, I have to be convincing, I have to make them dream. I have, uh, and, and I always check that everyone has his or her specific role in, in, the big, in, in the big project. So I think it's giving your team a clear idea where you want to go. Be sure that everyone is on board and find sense, fun and recognition, very important, in the journey. Recognition is absolutely key as well. I, I, I agree and, and would encourage everyone who has brilliant people around them to really spur them on, to champion them, um, because it is by lifting each other up is that we all start to move forward. And finally, I wonder if you could go back in time and speak to the very young Anne, um, pre-starting within the corporate world and doing all of the fantastic jobs that you have done and the projects that you have managed before you'd really thought about that too much. What advice would you give to your younger self? And also any advice that you'd give to people listening right now, thinking, I want to be where Anne is one day. Actually, I really changed uh, when uh, I decided that I had to uh, expand my right brain and to uh, which is the brain of intuition instincts where I've been learned to really expand my left brain, be rational, be very uh, structured and all that stuff. And when, and so uh, I could have done that much younger even, but believe in your dreams, believe in your instincts, listen to your guts, follow your intuition. And then 
And do you know there is a little sparkle actually? You will see if you if you really listen to it. <laughs> when you are confronting to an idea or project, whatever, you will see if you have this little sparkle or not. If you don't have it, change the way of tackling the issue. If you have it, go for it. <laughs> well, and thank you so very much. It has been a roller coaster of positivity. This podcast, I feel super energized. Absolutely brilliant. Um, thank you so much for for joining me on the show. I always do a, a brief summary at the end, and I'm thinking to myself, right? Well, um, where do we start? I'm going to say, from a corporate perspective, I would love corporate organisations and organisations that are thinking, hey, we need to innovate. Take a leaf out of Anne's book, and to say, hey. Um, let's put someone on a brand new unique project and really have them ultimately sell the dream because when you're passionate enough and you're passionate like Anne is, it is truly possible to get these ideas, these purpose-led ideas off the ground. I love this way of thinking. It makes me think so much of how corporate large organizations also can be really entrepreneurial and can be forward thinking. And in addition to that, all of the learning around intersectionality, the Nold expression, just absolutely brilliant. I'd encourage you to check out all the great work that Nold are doing and the E program. But one of the things I've really learned the very most is how we can really look deep inside of ourselves and self-reflect because we are in charge of our own destiny. And it is only by our mindset and the positive impact that we have, that we are able to be the solution to drive forth inequality and really look at being part of that as opposed to being a part of the problem. Um, we can come together collectively, really support one another, not only when it comes to confidence, when it comes to having a sense of humor, when it comes to walking boldly and bravely into what could have been rather uncomfortable subjects, is that we really do start to change the narrative of how we look at different aspects of diverse and inclusive living uh, within organizations and ultimately within ourselves. If you'd like to check out some of the great work uh, that Anne has done, um, we'll put all of the links into the end of the podcast at the end of today's show. We'll share with you the Instagram links, the Facebook links, all of the other digital links. Anne's done some great um, write-ups online as well, so I'd encourage you to check those out if you want to have a giggle and get more involved in the Nold conversation, which um, I'm sure none of you will forget after today's show. Um, my name is Leila McKenzie-Dellis, um, founder and CEO of Dar Global. You've been listening to the Diverse and Inclusive Leaders podcast with the fantastic Anne Thevenet, a deep bowl from Danone. Um, and if you'd like to subscribe on Apple, you can do so. And visit us in the Dial Global Network app. It's in the app store. You'll be able to find all of the information on there uh, from today. Or you can visit us at www.dialglobal.org forward slash podcast. And we'll look forward to seeing you again very soon. Thank you so much for watching the Diverse and Inclusive Leaders podcast. Please do feel free to hit the like button below, or if you'd like to receive future notifications, do ping the notification bell here at the side. If you're interested in the audio version only, you can find it on the following streaming platforms. Any extra info and descriptions will be in the links below. 
Look forward to seeing you soon.